All right, this is part one of our Fuzz Club episode on the Slower Project, and I'm very grateful to have Esben Willems here today to give us some insight on this album. You probably know him famously from Monolord. He's also the owner of Studio Berserk, and now he's part of the Slower Project. So thank you very much for being here, Esben. Thanks for having me. So let's get into slower a little bit. Um, yeah, where did, where did the idea for this album come from? Because I, a lot of a lot of doom bands and metal bands, you know, there's this idea of taking not heavy songs, a Britney Spears song or something, and and dooming that song and making it heavier. Who would have thought that you could possibly make Slayer any heavier? Who came up with this? I, I wild. Yeah. Idea. <laughs> it's an amazing idea. I love it. It's yeah. it's Bob Bolch is. It's his brainchild, awesome. And it's stemming from if I if I got it right, it stems from when he had a he had a, on, an online student, guitar student that wanted to learn some Slayer songs, and it just tried South of Heaven and slowed it down for him, so it should be easier to play. And it's like this is really cool. I should do something with this. Yeah. And yeah, here we are. That's awesome. So that's yeah, it, that basically. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense though. <laughs> Um, so how were you approached and how did this kind of super group form? Because it's, it's quite the group of people, Peter from Lowrider, it's Bob from Fu Manchu, yourself from Monolord, uh, Scott Reeder, who everyone knows, um, uh, Laura Pleasance from, uh, Kalesa and what was the other one? Amy from Year of the Cobra. So that's, that's quite the group to form together. How did you all come together to make this? And all from kind of different, different bands, different backgrounds a little bit. So. Yeah, I think I think Bob he started this project with another drummer a few years ago, and he passed away, and oh. it kind of halted right there, understandably. And then, according to him, I posted something about, "Hey, let's collab on whatever," on some any of my socials, and he saw that and felt like maybe I should. I like Monolord, and I'll I'll ask Esben, and he did, and I felt like this is. A, amazing this is a great idea of course i want to try that i'm i'm always into side projects and i'm always into trying stuff i i don't know how the shape will be mm -hmm. um and this was kind of this was that this is that project i mean recording this the whole process of of recording it was like so wild because none of us really knew what how this what this is gonna sound like at the end yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's so as, as someone that runs, uh, you know, your own studio and produces albums yeah. and stuff, how was how important was like finding the right tone for this? Because it, slowing Slayer songs down is one thing, but finding kind of that right like level of fuzz so it sounds different from Slayer but more Doom. You know, how 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 much was that part of the process of finding kind of the right tone and the right sound to some of these songs? That part was super easy because everyone in this project is right they have their tone they have mm -hmm. their sound and their they, they have their voice all of them yeah uh, i hope i do too so it it I, I just i just went with that and it all fell into place with that i didn't have to we didn't have to do anything special to just to, to shape anything it, it shaped itself gotcha okay based on based on who we are as musicians and based on what this collab became because of that, our differences sure. and yeah. Um, so it was easy. Tom, that, that part, part was easy. Good, awesome. Yeah, I mean, everyone does kind of have their sound and everyone's kind of been making music in this scene for, for long enough that, you know, I'm, I'm sure yeah. that they kind of have their own thing that goes with it. But um, Slayer also, Tom Araya's voice is iconic and, and so, such a big part of Slayer's sound. So uh, what was the decision to use two female vocalists on this like? How did that come about? We discussed vocalists and we, we discussed not wanting to do the same thing. We wanted yeah. to differ as much as possible, basically. Yeah. And and Laura's uh, voice was the, she was the first recording, the first one recording anything to this. And that was just amazing. It just fell into place. It was, it was perfect. It was the perfect contrast to the, to the overblown, heavy, slow, everything else. And that just sat on top and just tied it together beautifully. And the same thing with Amy. So we started with just discussing how can we differ this from from the original, because we didn't want to go with Tom Araya's 
style yeah. vocals. Right. Obviously, that would be incredibly lame. Yeah. So yeah, it adds this whole another layer of like this kind of haunting doom layer to Slayer. I mean, it's it's one thing again to just slow the songs down, but to really like recreate like a doom version of them instead of just slowing them down. I think that made that album really, really key. I, you know, it was all the parts moving together that made it really special. It, Thank you. A lot Thank more you. than just slowing. And it I down. agree. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the, the process like for selecting the songs? Because they have quite the catalog and there's people's favorites and there's their big hits and there's their lesser known ones. So what was it like picking just a, a small handful of songs for this? I mean, same thing there. Nothing that was too obvious without being super obscure uh, yeah. and find, finding something in that. And as you say, I mean, anything Slayer is really good. <laughs> yeah. You can just pick anything and it sounds good. And it will have a new shape and a new voice just by slowing it down and just by having another type of vocals on top of it. So yeah. uh, I think Bob has, uh, is the one that's, that's suggested the most of the songs. Uh, Amy as well, and I just felt like I'm 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 in for doing anything with Slayer or with these songs because everything works. Everything will have a new meaning and context in this. Did new you have? Did you try any other songs it. that just didn't work, and you decided to scrap them, or was no. this it from the beginning? This this was it. Just oh. fell into place trying it right away, uh, and I think it was because we found the. We found the the voice for the project from the first from the first song. Yeah. We just went with that. So everything else just fell into place because we we felt like this works on any Slayer song. It was we can we can do we can make it our thing, but it's still Slayer. But yeah, gotcha. And I feel the now, same. Now, was now there any? Yeah. Is there any other thought to like the next project? Is it a Slayer Part Two, or is it Metallica, or you got any other bands in mind? Are you do you have any plans for the next uh, phase of this? Super yeah, group there, of, there are plans. There yeah. are plans. Yes, yes. You're keeping them close to your <laughs> uh, close to your chest, right? For for now, for now, yeah, yeah. I will. Okay, cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it already. That'll be awesome because this this album is really it's really good. I mean, it, if you Thank didn't you. know Slayer, you, so you didn't know the songs, you didn't know the lyrics. I mean, it's its own thing, you know, it, it, it's really like kind of its own thing. So Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell everybody about this project? Some some insights or some cool uh, facts behind the behind the scenes stuff or anything you'd like to share with everybody? For me, it was what you mentioned in the beginning. Like, we we all know Slayer. We know all of the songs and they're just ingrained in the back of our head. We know them by heart. So yeah. hearing the, these songs, I mean, recording drums to the first version you know, of, I think it was South of Heaven, we recorded first, and that was super weird. It's like, I couldn't really, that was a disconnect. <laughs> I know this yeah. song, I've heard it a million times. I know this song in and out, but not in this tempo and not in, in this, uh, with this voice. That was super weird and really, really <laughs> exciting. Because I mean, I I don't think I've I've I love Slayer, but I don't think I've realized how well written many of the songs are. All of the songs, the riffs yeah. are just brilliant, and they sound so good. Um, and I've I think I've I've rediscovered quite a lot of them through this, hearing them. Yeah, it, it made me want to go back and and listen to some old Slayer albums again, and kind of like hear like that's a, that's a difference. Yeah. 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 So while I got you here, just to change subjects, uh, I got to ask about uh, if there's anything in the works for Monolord, but also I I have to ask about your solo project that was just kind of announced, I think, like yesterday, maybe. So do you want to share any details yeah. about any of that with everybody? Um, we're doing a handful of dates with Monolord, taking a little bit easy for now, and any, any and all updates will come eventually. Yeah. Uh, regarding my solo my no, I was saying is it's it's um, it feels odd in a good way because I've never done it before. It's a new thing. It's really new being in this in this role because I've always played in bands because that's what I wanted to do since since I was a kid. Uh, but then I had a bunch of songs, a bunch of misfit songs that didn't fit any project that I just piled up through the years mm -hmm. uh, that I liked. I felt like these are 
these are pretty cool. I like these. The odd songs that don't really fit anywhere still. Uh, and the pandemic came, and I was like, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna record this." And for once, I wanna do everything myself. I don't wanna, yeah, I wanna play everything, although I can't. I wanna sing everything, although I can't, just to see what what I can achieve within my limits. So it's kind of a social experiment on myself. Awesome. So I did that and very anxiously showed it to a few people, and they they liked it. <laughs> And then I showed it to a label, and they also liked it. And now the, the album will be released. First single tomorrow, which will be two weeks ago when this airs, I guess. But yeah. 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 Awesome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Very cool. <clears throat> Thanks. Me too. All right. Uh, I think that's about it, unless there's anything else you want to share with everybody. But uh, thank you so much for, for uh, spending some time with me. And, and this project is, is so cool. So thanks a lot for everything that you do. Thanks again for having me. All right. Great. All right. Here we are. Part two of the slower fuzz club episode. Um, before we get into it, I'll let everyone kind of go around and introduce themselves. We have a special guest today to give us some insight behind the scenes of this slower album. Uh, we've already kind of introduced it at the beginning of this episode, so I won't get into too much of what slower is, but it's the slowed down, doomified Slayer songs by this super group. Uh, from the doom and stoner scene so we'll get into what the, kind of that means a little bit but ryan you want to lead us off uh, sounds good i'm ryan from high desert queen and uh, lick of my spoon productions eddie i'm eddie from the endless low talk and iowas peter uh hello i'm peter from sweden and the band slower and the band lowrider and also just being uh a moron on on the internet at times Aren't we all? Yeah. Ox. I'm Randy. I'm Chris from the band Ox, also from uh, Novadal. Awesome. All right. Well, Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Um, as the official member of Slower, it's it's nice to have you here and give us some insight into the back end of this thing. Um, so, off the right off the bat, you know, where did this idea come from? Uh, those listening, I you know, I talked to Esben a little bit about it, but from your perspective, where did this come from and how'd you get involved in this slower project? Uh, actually, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm not used to having this role in a band because most of my bands, even since like, like I was when I picked up a guitar when I was like 12, 13, I've been the one guy in the band who's like done everything and try to nag people to come to the rehearsal room and just get stuff done. I, I'm, I'm not saying that like the boys in Lowrider need to be nagged, but yeah, I, I seem to be the propelling force in, in most of the projects I, I'm in. Sure. And here I was sort of like just called upon by by Bob mid or even like even further into the project. Uh, like, hey, you want to play bass on a song? I was just like, okay, what is it? <laughs> so I, I, I was I was very much just like uh, handed a a test uh, to to do uh, bass on on one of his. Like a demo and, and midway through i was realizing what it was sort of as far i mean i uh, bob has told this story before but um i was sort of amazed because i heard his sort of origin story of the whole thing after the fact and as far as i've understood it he was having this uh he's a guitar teacher outside of being a guitar god um so he teaches to like people over the internet and then also uh, physically, um, like having actual students in his room. And I think this was him traveling to that student or no, it was because he had commutes with, to the Fu Manchu, uh, practice practices. Uh, he, he was trying to teach this really young guitar student of his, uh, Slayer songs. Cause that's what I think she wanted. Um, I don't remember anyway, he or she, there was as a human being who wanted to teach themselves <laughs> Slayer songs. And it was, uh, I mean, even for me, it was like, that, that it's way too fast. Yeah. So he was just like, oh, I'll just slow it down so I can, uh, uh, like, just maybe we can slow it down so we could get it be easier to grasp. And then uh, as he was doing that and listening to those, like, slow down versions on this commute, he was like, hey, there's something here. Uh, and then jokingly, he started like 
you know, saying like, oh, someone should start a band that sounds like that. And they should call it slower, like, ha ha. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then uh, he was actually uh, forced into like I, I don't remember who it was, but someone told him, like yeah that person is you, uh, and you need to do it. So he just started, uh, and it was for the longest while it was just like this idea, uh, and I think he just like him and Espen started working on it. So there were there were like drums for like five or six tracks when when they reached out to me, and I think. It might be for the fact that I think Scott uh, Reader, who played on one song, um, I think he had injured his hand and was like going through operations and couldn't really track bass at all. So I think that was my lucky like <laughs> lucky shot that like oh, and we don't have Scott Reader. Like who are we asking? And me and Bob have have been doing a lot of stuff on the on the side of me doing like videos and and uh, graphic design work for uh both Fu Manchu and then Sun and Sail Club. So he was just like and he really dug the last Loretta album and yeah, we've just stayed friends. So I guess he was just like, "Uh, you want to try?" And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> but I've never listened to Slayer. <laughs> and in in a in a way, he was like, "That doesn't matter." Yeah. Uh and uh, the cool thing about it is, is actually, I think, at least for my part, it was it was the introduction to Slayer that I needed. Because, I, I mean, I've heard Slayer, and I've grown up with people, like some of my best friends being, like, totally addicted to and, like, uh, idolizing Slayer, like, bowing to the altar and everything. Um, so, I mean, I, I have been... I've listened to Slayer by, like, osmosis, you could say like I've, it's been in like the background of every party and in every car and every tour bus since I was a kid. Sure. But I've never like actively sat down and listened to them. And here I'm just hearing this, these riffs coming out of the speakers. He's like, fuck, this is so rad, but I don't recognize anything. It's not like, Oh, that song or that riff. It's just like, it's like completely new songs. And it sounded surprisingly a lot like, the like heavier stuff that Sun and Sail Club did. So I was just like, oh, this is rad. And I started hearing like bass parts on it. So it it came we started with War Ensemble. Okay. That that track. And it was like I it just fit my playing style really well. Like and, and there was a lot of room in in the way they were playing already that sort of uh left a lot of room for the bass. But the cool thing about it was that I there was no vocals on it, and since I didn't have a reference to it, I didn't know where the vocals were supposed to be. So it's like a just like you know these ten minute tracks or twelve minute tracks of instrumental, just like so. I just like put as much bass stuff into it as I could, and then when I actually got the vocals on, I was like, "Damn, did I do too much?" Because it's it's like the bass is really like front and center and doing a lot of stuff. Uh, in in a lot of the tracks, but well, that's what's uh, interesting about this album. I think to me is that it's a lot more than just Slayer songs slowed down. I mean, yeah. you know, it really has its own personality. It has its own you know tone and, and structure to these songs. They they're reimagined Slayer songs. They're not slowed down only. You know, yeah. And, and then the vocals on top of it, the female vocals and all that kind of stuff. Just like it's really so much more than just a, a slowed down Slayer tribute you know no it's it's so cool because i mean i i literally for at least like five of the or, or four of the of the five songs i i didn't even recognize them when i was listening to the original version i was just like yeah oh yeah that is that riff and that is okay yeah i, I do recognize it now but it was still like but i i mean i i'm i'm biased and also sort of maybe blasphemous but i mean i f to me i'd rather listen to slower because <laughs> uh, it's just like it's more my vibe, yeah. And I guess it's uh, the appropriate like BPM for my brain to just like take it in. Because I, for for me, I, I I can now hear like the 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 riffs that I taught myself playing to the, like Bob's Bob's guitar tracks. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I can hear them in the Slayer songs, but it's it's literally like it's sped up. For me, it's like the the hundred percent the reverse. Yeah. I can hear the slower song, like barely, because like the riffs are played so fast. I'm just like, I'm almost like, how the fuck could 
Bob decode all the notes that are being played. So we got like everything that's in the slower songs because from I mean the Slayer songs are super cool, but I can't make out all the notes. It's like also I'm 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 not like that great of a musician. That <laughs> when it when it got, when it's that fast, it's just like maybe someone else play that. Yeah. So <clears throat> so I'm interested to hear what like Ryan, Eddie, Ox, you guys think about this album because I, I grew up on Slayer and Metallica and Megadeth and stuff like that. So you know I was a big Slayer fan for a lot of years and like just hearing about this project and then listening to it and hearing just like how different it was and all that kind of stuff. Like it was, it was tricky at first cause you're so used to hearing Slayer a certain way. And then just like really enjoying what it was. I don't know about you guys, but how, how big a Slayer fans you were um, or are and uh, <laughs> your initial like first thoughts were on, on this project and hearing it the first time. I know that, I can speak for the side, probably like Peter. I I, I didn't really listen to Slayer, and I ha I know who they are. Obviously, they're legendary, and and I've always respected them, but I've never really I've never sat down and listened to a record. You know, I've just heard you know some songs, and I'm like, wow, that's that must be Slayer. That's heavy or whatever, right? Um, and to be honest, when I heard there was this slower project, it's it's kind of interesting to hear uh, Peter say it almost sounded like it started as a joke. Someone should play. <laughs> stuff slower and call it slower because it's exactly what when you hear the band name you're like really yeah. like that's i was i, I was kind of laughing about like well i wasn't a huge slayer fan and so why would i want to listen to something slayer slayer songs slower until i heard it uh i think i heard the first single drop and i was i was blown away on that it uh because I, I knew who was in the band and I, I thought was really cool was the first thing I was listening for is like, okay, well, obviously I think Slayer, I think of like really intense guitar riffs and drumming and, and, but I know Bob Balch is doing this. So I'm, I'm going to really listen for like Bob's, Bob's guitar tone. It's like totally there, but totally not there. It's totally something different. I felt like than what I'm used to hearing Bob do, but Peter reminds me of the Salem surf club. It does sound like something of that, but I'm thinking about it. It does sound like some things he's done tone wise there. But I, I love the record, and I would probably also rather listen to this record than Slayer, uh, just because I don't listen to a lot of Slayer before, and I really dug this. Where I, I even went like two or three songs after I heard that. I go, damn, this is badass. I went to go listen to the Slayer song, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I'm, I, it, it, I'm impressed. It's just not my jam. It's not what I normally. Yep. listen to so yeah. that's my perspective on that some of you guys might be like hardcore slayer fans and you can make fun of me when we get off of this that i'll listen to slayer but that was my perspective and it was interesting because i was not interested in really listening to it to be honest at first and i'm really glad i did yeah uh, i used to be a pretty big slayer fan in my teens and early 20s and when i found out about this like a super group making a doom stall and like making it all their own i was really excited Especially when I first heard War Ensemble, because that's that's probably my favorite track from Slayer. And this is crazy. Like, it's so good. Like, the tones, the guitar tone, the bass tone, all this, those wicked solos Bob's doing. Like, it's wicked, man. I, I just love it. It's wicked. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I think for me, um, I'm probably like a middle of the road Slayer fan. Like, they've got songs that I love, but I never really dove into their albums and became like a massive album listener of theirs. But I, like both Peter and Ryan, uh, had friends that were really into them and still have friends that are obsessed with them, actually. So I've seen them live and I've definitely heard them a ton. Um, the difference for me, like, I, I like both bands a ton. Um, I would listen to Slower probably more often, but there's definitely a time and place for Slayer. Like, if, if I'm going to destroy something or, you know, put someone's fire or get up. Or whatever i don't know and then i'm gonna put on slayer but if i'm like doing 99 percent of the other things i do in my life i'm a huge fan of melody and the one thing that always kind of shied me away from slayer was the lack of melody there, there's a ton of amazing riffs there's so much like you know just pummeling drums and, and it, it sounds amazing but i love i need melody and harmony so much so i was really impressed with the the vocal uh interpretations because they had to make up those melodies right like they, they're 
I, I think uh, yeah I mean I, I I can't speak for them really but it was yeah that was one of the more shocking things when I like heard our rendition being done and then I went back to listen to the original it's like oh <laughs> they, yeah, Tom like... sings like he, he sings a melody but it's a limited amount of notes right where, where the yeah. girls are singing like legit written well-crafted melodies and they sound great yeah and I, and I now know what the words are. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, was, that was the weirdest thing for me too. Was yeah, like yeah. I was listening to it uh, this morning when I was working out, and I was like, "That's what he said." I've listened to this yeah. song like a thousand times. I didn't know that's what he was saying and at it, first. And like, it's <laughs> it's crazy to me to hear because they did an amazing job. These beautiful vocal lines and beautiful melodies singing about like decapitations and yeah. like super morbid you know like things and it was kind of cool i really i really dug it yeah i i heard I, every time for some reason i always hear her sing incestuous fathers every time and i'm like jesus this is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who you're asking yeah i've been looking at my yeah. history <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly well, when I was and, and Peter, when I was talking about like I would, I so I sat and listened to the record to really. I knew all the people you know from other bands on like I knew you from Lowrider and of course Reader and you know everybody involved and uh, so I was like, well, I'm going to listen to this and I bet I can make out their parts, and it was interesting that I really couldn't. Uh, there's some definitely solos. I'm like, okay, that's 100% Bob Balch, you know, like that's their fuzz tone, everything, right? But was that like a conversation? Because this is not just a normal like, hey, I need Bob Balch to be you. I need Peter to be you, uh, Esben to be you. Like this is this is kind of paying homage to to Slayer. So is there was there like a discussion on tone and things like that in it about this? Record? No, the I mean, I don't I don't have an idea of what Bob was expecting really. I think he was. He's always doing like five, six different things. He's so prolific that I, I think he just like, that's where I think him and me were very different. He's very allowing. And I wouldn't say I'm not allowing, but I, I, I work on like the one thing at a time. So for me, I'm usually kind of laser focused of what I, what I thought that thing is going to be. So I'm, I'm trying actively not to like meddle too much when people are, with, with the people I'm playing with, whereas I feel whenever I've done something with him, him is just like, yeah, do your thing. It's like here, yeah, go nuts, like do whatever you oh. want. And and so the that was the first thing that happened when when I got War Ensemble was just like there was guitars and drums, and I mean it was the whole song. It was, I mean, I think there were solos and everything, uh, and uh, there was no guide bass. And I didn't know the song, so it was literally like I I got total creative freedom with it, which was cool. And I think that actually was maybe uh, I I like that this sort of lack of pressure both from Bob, but also from like not knowing Slayer and them not being like my the gods I grew up with, and having a lot of like baggage with it. I could just I just play the bass part that I heard with. Yeah. was like the the best for that thing which ended up like on a it wasn't on war ensemble it was one of the other tracks where i just realized like i went from from going with the guitar to like going against it and starting to play like just a more melodic thing where i heard like the thing the riff is doing now if i'm doing like this uh ascending bass line just more like getting chords in there i was like I'm playing the My Name is Jonas bass on this right now. <laughs> and I, I, I texted Bob, like, just so you know, I'm putting down a like the exact bass line from My Name is Jonas. <laughs> that should go with the Slayer song pretty well. Yeah, because I was just yeah. like, because that makes sense. And it, it was it was a nice sort of just, it's just like four or eight bars of like, because first it's just like this chugging thing. And then it's just like, just like, gung, 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 this going up. And it really fits. But it's it. I'm I'm pretty positive that's not even close to what the bass is in the original, and and just not even knowing uh, what the original bass was supposed to be, or even like vocal melodies or anything. It just was very freeing because it, then it to me it felt like we're doing a 
a, a record of like original songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, oh, yeah? I mean, so ignorant, ignorance is bliss, I guess, when it comes to yeah, tracking stuff like and, this. And there's some definitely magic in that trust that Bob had in you, you know, like, hey, just here you go. Go for it. And there was, I think, a lot of magic happened in that. For sure. I mean, with that said, I felt the pressure because, I mean, full transparency, uh, if I have one God when it comes to, like, bass playing, it is Scott Reader. And knowing that, like, oh, yeah, okay, so I'm supposed to record some bass on this record that already has, like, Scott in one of the tracks. It's a little bit, like... I don't know, going up in like a weightlifting competition after Arnold Schwarzenegger is just like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I guess I, I'll give it a shot. Uh, and so I, I was like reluctant to send it away without me being like 100% happy with it. And I really tried to like outdo myself uh, and, and just like, I mean, not, not like overly like overthink it, but still like I just didn't want to I'll go in and jam a little bit and send it over. I, I I sat with that one for like a while, and made it to where I was just like, "Oh, this is done." I, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it. I can't do anything better. And if they don't dig it, then then fine. I'm I'm happy with being like, "No, we'll let Scott do it instead." Uh, but but both Bob and Espen were just like so positive, and when they got to like, "Holy shit," <laughs> and we're just like so kind, and that has uh, sort of. Um, been a sort of thread through the whole project of of everyone being super positive and just supportive and and just uh, yeah it, it it's it, for a band that never that's never played together and has never been in the same room it's like one of the most positive experiences like chemistry wise I've I've been a part of so it's it's awesome I tried to ask Esben about like finding the right tone for this project i mean he's a, he's a producer you know and yeah. i'm just curious about how important is finding like this the different tone are you trying to replicate slayer's tone but slower are you trying to come up with your own and you know like what was that like and he basically was like well you know we have all these different amazing players in this group and they all have their own you know tone and personality and stuff like that and it sounded like he kind of just wanted to let that shine through a little bit and i think it does i mean i think you can hear you know certain players personalities come through in some of this stuff and it's not just like i said earlier it's not just a slower slayer you know it doesn't no, have that slayer tone to it it's got everyone's personality in it a little bit he was very much like that was almost um i don't know like he was putting up a plaque on the wall with like wise words of like he doesn't he didn't want to fuck with anything and and he was the most important the uh, part for him because he um he mixed and mastered the whole thing as well Hmm. Uh, in that process of mixing and mastering and sort of just uh, trying to I mean yeah, he was semi-producing it as well because since he's like choosing takes and doing taking creative decisions with a mix um, but he it was very much a back and forth he sent the mix to everyone and he wouldn't give up until everyone was happy with like the whole track and also their part and I think I was maybe the 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 most like annoying because I, I I wanted I wanted like the mix to sound like my demo which was pretty much just like a wall of guitars and bass <laughs> like everything was so loud and I I I know that that is not how you oh, mix yeah. mix you a guitar and bass players man you're all the same yeah, yeah, yeah. The same. Uh, and I I know that's not how you like supposed to shelve mixes and like the way it should. The correct mixes, but uh, I had the same like arguments and discussions with with Daniel, who is mixing all the Lowrider records. And um, yeah, I know there's like audible size <laughs> uh, sometimes, but but Espen was uh, so nice through the whole process and very respectful of each and everyone's like uh, point of view and 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 just their creative decisions. So. I, for example, uh, once was just like, oh, I, I, I think that like that vocal thing is like I can hear that it's a little like off sync or whatever. He was like, yeah, I think it, I think it's cool. It's like it's it it feels alive, and I realized like, yeah, he's right. It shouldn't be like too polished either. So it just should be like <laughs> he he let every everyone and every everything just breathe. 
So and I, I think that's why it feels, even though we, we've never been in the same room, like recording it, it feels way more organic. Mm-hmm. And that I think that's a lot thanks to him. What was the song selection like? Was that a, a Bob thing or did you guys have a vote? Oh, or? 100%. No, it, it, for me, it was just like, here, here are the songs. Okay. And I was like, okay, that, that, those are the names of those songs that I don't know. So, I mean, again, it's sort of like, I, I feel like an absolute idiot. It, it's like being, I don't know, invited to uh, like the Buckingham Palace and being like, oh, what, who, who's that lady with a crown? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, is is I don't know. It, it's it, I'm just being an absolute ignorant idiot. But in a way, I couldn't I couldn't change change that, uh, and I've just had to embrace my perspective of like coming from something completely different and adding what I do best to this thing. Sure. And I think that's maybe why like this thing <clears throat> this sounds like its own thing because like yeah, some of us do don't have the same sort of history with Slayer. This will definitely be my overall opinion as well, kind of what you're saying, is the idea, like Ryan, not a Slayer fan, but heard Slayer a million times. So there is that um, predisposition sound in my head of what Slayer is. Um, In the idea of like how Johnny Cash took a Nine Inch Nail song and made it- 100%. you you now had two separate entities. It may have been the same song, but it was two fully made pieces that have different experiences within them. And this is how I felt overall about this. You guys organically were able to let that chemistry and sound flow, and it became its own thing. Maybe a Slayer song, not a Slayer song, and it's quite wonderful. So thank yeah. you. Agreed. Yeah, I, I, I just think like, if you want to listen to Slayer, that there's plenty of records. <laughs> and, and YouTube clips and whatnot. It's like the, we don't. Have, there's no need uh, or market in, in this world for a like really good Slayer cover band that sounds like Slayer. There's like uh, we're good. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, the, I think most of like my favorite covers are covers that sound like completely different than, than the yeah. original. I, I think that's Agreed. always the case, and, and even more so with with an album like this. You know. I mean, sorry, I'm eating candy because I'm, I'm that I'm that person. It's late, and there was a bag of candy here. Uh, also, I'm 12, but yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, I was thinking like I've always felt like that. Where like if you if you're doing a cover, then make it your own or just don't. One of the yeah, one yeah. of the worst worst things I think I've done ever is. Us uh, back in the day, we with Lowrider, we we were asked to do like be a part of a of a um, compilation album where we were like covering seventy songs, and I really dug Lee Found back then, so I figured like we'll cover Lee Found and Freelance Fiend, they're like their biggest song, and we did just like that error of covering it, sort of like we're playing it the song like they do. And it's it's it just sucks. I mean, it's not bad. It's like, it's okay, but it, it's like that. Th- there's there's no place for that song to. Exist. I, yeah, I always feel like what's what's the point of this? And yeah, I was actually just listening yeah. to an interview with Josh Homme today, and he was like, it kind of feels like you're going like, hey, do you want to hear like the twentieth best version of this? You know, yeah. like if you're trying to just rip it off and just trying to like reproduce what this other band already did, like do you think people really want to hear you just you know try to be as good as this other great band like make it your own make it put your own flavor and stuff into it and and this is even more than that like if you know this is just like a completely different thing i some of these songs like are almost unrecognizable unless you just recognize like this one riff or this one lyric or something they're almost unrecognizable from the original yeah Yeah, i I think that's the point that to to like contradict the thing with the thing i'm the least proud of doing a cover of the the most proud i am uh, covering at least so far b- besides this but uh is we did with like an early demo of what then would be the band ir droid was it was just me and tommy from dozer and the drummer from dozer who was like trying out stuff in their studio and we recorded first an original track and then also a cover of uh steve steve miller band and serenade that track because yeah. i always i always loved that track but it was like i I hated the production 
and I, I just heard like a there was a different song in there that I was just like and and I realized like we can just do it. And that is still like it's it's like a one take. We didn't overthink it. I, I just had like a vision of what it could be and then we just record that and Tommy being Tommy, he he was just like, oh, can you play this thing? And he was like, Okay. And then he just like went in and aced it and the solo on it is just amazing. <clears throat> but that but that song doesn't sound like even remotely close to the like the original. But it has like the essence of it. And I think that's that's always the way you should approach doing covers. It's just like do something that's wildly different and your own. Otherwise don't. Or don't, yeah, or don't. Um, Peter, I wanted to ask you about the artwork. I know that you've had a hand in a lot of like great artworks over the years, including you know lowriders and blues funeral stuff and the post wax and all that kind of stuff. Um, what what happened with the with this one? Was this one of your <laughs> what, creations what, or what happened? Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry, but uh, what's the story? <laughs> like what the fuck, Peter? What the what fuck happened here? <laughs> well, I I I was definitely a, a part of this, but okay. uh, it was, I mean. Uh, we had an illustration that a buddy of Bob's did, but that was it was like this kind of low resolution black and white illustration. That is what you're looking at, essentially. But it was we just realized like this is very cool, but it doesn't really work. It, a, a black and white um, uh, album cover apparently is like the worst thing you can do for sales <laughs> these days. Oh, really? If you want, if you want it to pop, it's just like. We were we were all thinking it was like oh it's cool it's like if if know. this was in black and white I would have assumed it was like a black metal Slayer cover band instead of like a Doom Slayer band that that was also the thing when when because we all wanted to be like it shouldn't look like a like Doom or Stoner or Sludge logo it should be like reminiscent of the style or like the whole aura of of like what like where Slayer is coming from. But first of all, we were like trying out just doing like the Slayer logo, but it's saying slower. And then you realize like, oh, that's that's one surefire way of getting getting sued. And also, and also, it felt just like, oh, but that that is the visual representation of like doing the cover exactly the way it sounds on the on the original record. That's just like there's no interesting in that. Uh, so I just started toying around with like stuff that worked with this specific illustration i i knew that like i i had i mean it's it's so busy that there wasn't like a lot of space for a logo to exist but i still want it to be big enough so it doesn't like you you could actually read it i i tried out a lot of like these um typefaces and and like <clears throat> uh typography that definitely was more on the like a <laughs> collection of branches Kind of like that kind of typography. I don't know if you've seen that uh, that meme where someone just like yeah took took a picture of like a dried out shrubbery and said like I love that band. Yeah, or like uh, an old cracked leather couch or something. And <laughs> yeah, little, yeah. Little, little, uh, I tried that first and realized like nah, it doesn't really you can't read that. Uh, it doesn't make sense. So I we after like a I don't know eight or ten iterations of stuff. Uh, ended up with something like this and then just started customizing it and I actually I dig that it's sort of for me if I'm just squinting at it, it's more like early sep sepultura rather sure. than like yeah. uh yeah. which I which I kind of dig um because I, I don't know if you've seen like those early sepultura records like the the band uh pictures of, of them they're like so cute they're so so young and they've like they've got these torn up jeans and they've like, like with the, with marker, they've like drawn demons on their jeans and shit. It's they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're being so like serious about being evil, and it's uh -huh. so fucking cool. And you you know that oh, once once you guys calm down, you're gonna make roots, bloody roots, and you're pretty much gonna do the best like song ever. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I mean I I've got a lot of love for for the all like the all the visual sort of like the style i don't know what you call it, like the whole world of of these kind of records so i i didn't want to make something that looked like a like a joke or or was making fun of it in any way it's just, i mean if you it should be just like how i felt about 
hearing these Slayer songs. Like if you if you're not if you don't know what Slayer slower is, and you don't know the joke and the initial story, and you just like see this record, uh, you should be like compelled to like, oh, that looks cool, and listen to it, yeah. and then then you might figure out like, oh, it's like, haha, the pun of like, it's Slayer songs played yeah. slower. This, so, this does seem like its own thing like you could see this and have no connection to slayer at all and be interested enough to listen to it whereas if you were to just parody the slayer logo and say slower i think that people would be like oh this is just like you know a cover slayer album or, or whatever and then you're like constantly tied to that i feel like whereas this is kind of its right. own thing it kind of lives in its own world aside out of, outside yeah. of slayer somehow yeah i was actually relieved when bob sent me this illustration because i felt like i by then I've started to feel like I've forgotten about the initial joke and I've I had already tracked like War Ensemble and that whole trip of like knowing that what I'm playing now is going to be judged by Scott Reader <laughs> hearing <Yeah>. this. <laughs> uh, so it's sort of like it's it has become by then it become like a real thing where I was just like it, and seeing that illustration made it even more like oh but now it this feels like its own thing now. It started to le- like also look uh, as serious as it had started to feel. So even if it started out as a joke, by now all of the people in the band were like taking it very seriously. We're like, no, no, no. We want to make this thing the best it can be. It shouldn't yeah. be like a, a sort of like, haha, we're playing like kiss covers, with, but like, like we have pink makeup instead. It's not, I mean, it wasn't supposed to be anything like that. Right. Um, you had mentioned getting sued. Um, have you heard anything from Slayer about any any of this? Uh, we haven't actually, as far as I know. But I know that um, this is how ignorant I am. The ex guitarist from Slayer um, actually re- reposted it on his Instagram. Oh, nice! And and thought it was awesome. Sweet. And I know I know yeah. that Bob Bob sort of just was like, oh, "This happened." <laughs> so. Um, I mean that the, we live in a world where everything is connected. So I mean, hopefully they will hear about it, and hopefully they will approve of it. I mean that I think that is maybe the moment for Bob that I had with with Scott just the other week when in a group uh, discussion, he just like said, "Ah, oh, you, you killed it!" Oh, about my my bass playing, and I was just like, "Dude, <laughs> 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 I, I'm I I, I mean I, I'm not." You you might notice I'm I'm kind of like over being trying to be the cool guy, and I was just being very transparent with like, dude, it means a lot. Like you, you literally taught me how to play the bass by like listening to your record. So I mean, it means a lot. And he, but I mean, he's he's the nicest and kindest. If you ever talked to him or heard him, he's like the the most chill, humble guy, and the furthest from like a rock star or uh, anything that you would think of. Uh, so it's very approachable and super nice. So I mean, it, but yeah, to me personally, it meant like everything to hear that he dug what I did on this record. Are there any plans? I, I already asked Esben this, but I'll see what you say. Uh, are there any plans for the for Slower Two or uh, a, a take on a different band or more songs? You know what? Fast, uh, faster, play faster. <laughs> I mean, there there are play there are tons. Slayer the... even faster. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I don't know. If the, there's a market for that, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Just like no, be o- be over with the song <laughs> faster. Yeah, it's the punk the punk version of Slayer songs. Um, no, but and, and I actually didn't know this guy because I we haven't talked for a couple of days. But I I saw in like the Instagram comments today, like, oh, is there going to be more? And then Bob said, like, we're already already working on one, on the next one. So <laughs> apparently we're, we are. Nice. I didn't know, but. Since since I was kind of late to the game, like uh, working on the first one, it it's not weird that Bob has been like working on like what what kind of songs would work for another one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we all are so stoked on how the first one came out uh, that I mean, it, it would be weird if we didn't do anything more. And since like doing a record where there's five songs on it. Uh, it we're, we're going to be able to do a lot of records and still not do the whole like discography. Sure. Yeah. Uh, which song did uh, Scott Reader play bass on? Was that one track with it? Uh, it's the last one, uh, "South of Heaven." Oh, okay. Okay. 
Uh, well, that was that was actually the joke uh, that the, the the record was supposed to be called the South of South of Heaven, <laughs> and and just be like I don't know that we were like in the hell below hell, um, but uh, yeah, it sort of it became a little bit too jokey, uh, <laughs> but but that was the working title for the album. Yeah, I know it's the bass playing that your bass playing on the Antichrist man it was wicked. Like this. You're doing something opposite than what the guitar is doing, and your bass tone sounds like a like geezer butler or something. So, wicked job. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's well distorted, but that's also why, like in the in the mixes, I was fighting to keep all the low end that's in there because it yeah. is very distorted, but it's like yeah. almost like this. Um, I don't know, like like a bit crush overtone kind of vibe to it. But if you keep all the Low end, it just still feels like it's just Ampeg like speakers being pushed to like the max. Yeah. Whereas the the first mixers we got, it was maybe more traditionally mixed like a like a Slayer would be mixed. Where like, yeah, you cut out a lot of like the super low end in the bass, and then I was just like, you you need to make it warmer, <laughs> like warmer, warmer, warmer. Yeah. Uh, but I mean that I'm so happy with how the mixes came out. It just Weirdly enough, he just made everyone sound loud at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I, I can hear everything that everyone's playing, and it's it's kind of miraculous because everything is kind of a extra everything all the time. Yeah, this couldn't have been an easy one to mix. I mean, it's it's a wall of everything, and uh, it, it sounds great. I mean, when you have that much fuzz and guitar and low end and bass and his drums still thump it's really really good but the yeah. frequencies had to be awesome i mean you had these angelic voices on top of this i think you know, that's actually helping a lot sound. i think that gives you more yeah. space yeah that definitely gives uh, that, that gives esben more space to work with in the mix and i think i it, it, it came out really really well yeah that's the cool the cool, cool part because i mean i we had the way we recorded it it was like they were done with guitar and drums pretty much. They were like maybe he was redoing a solo or something, but it wasn't that really where there was like a, a massive hole in the mix when I got it. It was like it was almost when I put my bass down, I was just like, this is kind of like I I don't see where we can fit vocals in here. I was like, I was like, we should release this as like an instrumental record. These tracks are so cool. And then I got the the because they were working on the vocals like late, way later on most tracks. And then when I got them, like I, I just, it just made sense. I was like, oh yeah, that's how, that's how you fit them in there. It's just like, they're not trying to be in the same like mid mush of like bass <laughs> and fuzz. Yeah. It, it's just like, no, it's, it's like floating on top of everything. The so, frequencies uh, are much higher. So it, it yeah. sits right on top nicely. Mm -hmm. Whose idea was it to include the female vocals? Because I, I think that it really worked well also. The uh, thing is, I know that Bob, the same time as he asked me if I would play some bass, it was like if I could try doing vocals as well. And I was too scared to even try that. But I, I think he was maybe asking me because I, at least with IR Droid and like nowadays with Low Rudder as well, I tend to like sing kind of calmly. And it's not that it was sort of like, classic like rock voice yeah uh but i think that it was 100 percent him um uh, like inviting them and I, th I think that was maybe the best call yeah to... i think so too it, i i keep thinking about it and I, I talked with esben a little bit about it and it's like you know tom Araya has such a distinct voice and then when it's slowed down it's like what do you what do you do there and I think that your your vocals probably would have worked and there's probably a few others. I don't know. There's probably a short list of, of bands that probably could have had vocals that worked, but it's just like, I, I would have probably not thought of putting the, the female vocals over it and it just worked so well. It was perfect. It, it just like another reason that this is like so different from Slayer and yeah, not and the carbon copy slowed down version, you know? Right. And I mean, we don't need another dude. Uh, yeah. playing rock music it's it's just like there's there's enough of us anyway so i i just felt it was amazing having two of the best like female vocalists around just yeah, great again getting to do their entirely their own thing uh, 
I think maybe that is like the thing that shines through this project the most. It's just like the the you can hear that everyone just got to do their thing, and that's yeah, it's a it's a really a blessing, and I I can't thank Bob enough for like the opportunity. I know that the stoner and doom scene has embraced this album wholeheartedly. I've seen nothing but very positive feedback and comments on it. But what has the Slayer and metal community thought of this? Do you know? <laughs> I, I I haven't like combed the internet, but it is kind of funny, like seeing the Slayer bros. Yeah. I mean, it, it, any type of fan that is that sort of devoted into one thing it's just like any like i think that is the thing with with slayer that they have the, those type of like diehard fans that aren't fans of heavy music really they're fans of slayer yeah and then like and nothing else it's just like it's like iron maiden fans they're not interested in anything but iron maiden um and i mean for me really like besides maybe like hearing rain and blood like a gazillion times for me, like my my biggest, the mo the thing with Slayer that I played the most is this clip on YouTube with the Slayer kid. Have you seen him? I don't think I like, have. Slayer. That yeah. it's, it's, it's from an interview. He's like he's he's the, I think one of my most watched clips ever because I just it's like <laughs> it's like a comfort thing where I just like whenever I just want to feel a little bit better, I just go watch that clip. It's this guy who's just like he's talking about like his love for Slayer and he can't really put words to it, and he's like, and then he's like, you know, when you see someone on the other side of the street with a Slayer T-shirt and you're just like, Slayer, and he's like, you, you, you know, you know, you know. I've been to a couple of Slayer concerts and that absolutely one hundred percent happens the entire night everywhere you go it's just yep. people shouting slayer for hours and that's it that's all that and i think that's crowd. that's just fucking beautiful and i, I mean yeah. any any yeah. band would be so lucky to have fans like that yeah right Absolutely. Uh, but it is also a type of fan that is a hundred percent not interested in someone doing slower covers yeah, of I can their favorite songs yeah. it's just like it's like why yeah uh i don't know it, it would be like trying to get taylor swift like fans to embrace i don't know here's death metal versions of like her best songs right. it would be like n n thanks no no <laughs> you're not yeah. interested yeah. uh so so yeah it it but yeah so i yes i've seen comments from people who maybe aren't familiar with anyone in the band who are just like there is no reason for this to exist it's just like <laughs> this is just bad <laughs> and it's like there's like i heard the first opening of the first song is like rough <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was oh, just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so so there's definitely like it's the internet people yeah. are the, people are always going to troll they're always going to hate and you just need to be like i don't know that's that's why you whenever you do music or anything creative and put it out there if you don't feel stoked about it yourself you don't do it for yourself then like don't release it whatever you do because yeah. the internet is just going to like poke at the exact like most sore spot on your ego well you uh, think that like heavy is heavy like if you like heavy you're just gonna like heavy shit and it's like it couldn't be further from the truth because like liking slayer and how fast they play is so far from liking doom and how slow they play you know yeah and also people just love to hate on something sure it's just, it's just like you know I, I realized this late in life but you realize like growing up it's just like oh it's people when they don't know who they are they can define themselves by what they aren't and that people realize like some people don't even grow up and they they do that all through life like they don't define themselves by they don't want to find out like what am i good at what do i love it's like no no i hate chelsea or i hate the mets it's just it's just like that's my what defines me is what i don't like and i don't fucking like people who play slayer songs slow <laughs> don't mess with my slayer yeah. so i mean I, I i do understand where they're coming from i i feel their pain of just like okay you just you can't enjoy nice things i guess that's that's just sad but i mean there, there's no you can't debate that it's just like oh, okay sorry go listen to slayer they they exist yeah. um but yeah Anybody else got any questions or anything or comments on the album or th final thoughts uh, on Slower? 
No, other than, other than saying thank you. Live? Rec- oh, yeah. Live. That's, that'd be a good question. Uh, we, we have talked a lot about it. I know that um, we, we are sort of, we were never thinking about live when we were recording this thing. It was, it's sort of an afterthought, but a really exciting one. I know that I might be like the weakest link in that because I don't really, I'm not like able to tour as much uh, just with like how life is. Uh, but, and I know that they are actually looking to do at least like extensive touring for like shorter periods of time, definitely looking to do that. But I mean, if we are doing some festival dates and like where it, where it is maybe in Europe rather than in like Australia or in the U S for long periods of times, uh, I'm going to definitely try to make as many shows as possible, but we are, we're talking about it this very minute. Yeah. Uh, so, and I, that would be like, it's, it's going to be weird, uh, <laughs> doing this thing live. <laughs> Cause personally for me, I mean, I don't know, I, I haven't played this type of music before. So for me, this whole thing was like a math test. It was like the, the hardest stuff I've ever played. And I, I really need to like relearn some of the stuff that is on the record. Cause it's like, I don't know. I was just sitting with it. You know, when you do one thing for a long while, you it's like you know when you're studying for a math test you know it on the day and then a week later it's just like i don't remember anything yeah yeah mm-hmm. so uh it's probably i <laughs> do you remember the band tomahawk it was yeah, like mike mike, mike yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I i saw them live with like a massive fever that was one of the most like it was like too much information for my brain but i remember i just bus bus osborne's like comment on like had from on in an interview like how is this to record and like rehearse because it's like it's kind of complicated music huh and he was like he was like you know what after a while you get so fucking annoyed by like playing the wrong thing you start playing the right thing <laughs> so, so it, it it it's that was sort of the way it was with me with this it's just like after a while it's just like i've now like just hit my head in the wall like 200 times over and finally just like okay that was a good take (laughs) and then you're just done and it's not like let's not do this for a while again but yeah live live will definitely uh i i will definitely sit down and study this stuff um and and it's gonna be good but we'll see i mean that day we might announce something pretty soon actually awesome awesome all right if there's nothing else um let's go around and and you can plug whatever you've been up to and Tell us what to expect next from all of you. Uh, Garney, you can kick us off if you're ready. Yep. How does your queen? The record will be out uh, in May. It was mixed and mastered by the amazing Daniel Leiden as well uh, in Sweden. So we're excited about that. That should be, like I said, I think May 31st will be the date we're looking at uh, releasing it. And then, of course, uh, Ripple Fest Texas, the lineup is being unveiled daily. So depending on when this comes out, there may be a lot of the lineup uh a lot of swedish influence uh yeah. i've brought brought over this year uh, and we're excited about it that's super exciting yeah <clears throat> eddie uh the endless debut album just came out on january 23rd so anybody go check it out and still working on music for low talk in iowa's next album that's about it peter what are you up to uh i've released a record with a band called slower got it uh, right on right on out. cool uh it is it is uh Baramanolo, uh tracks played really fast uh on a clarinet idea yeah no uh, i'm working on where we're recording the next lowrider release which is a split a split ep with elephant tree we are doing five tracks so it's like and some of them are very long <laughs> So it's like a whole so slower I, album. Yeah, it, it, I realized like fuck, I did it again because I mean the 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 thing with refractions, our latest album was supposed to be an EP, and then it's just like started recording. It, it was like, oh man, this is a full length, uh, and it, we're we're starting to paint ourselves into the same corner here. But yeah, we're doing that, and then simultaneously we've started working on the actual full length album that is coming after that. So it's a lot of songs in the bag that we need to record. You gotta. But, date in mind for the split uh it's gonna come out later this year 
uh, probably fall because it's part of the post wax subscription service. So it's okay. people in post wax are getting it first in a special packaging, and then it's going to release officially. So it, it's going to be a hopefully like maybe August for subscribers, and then maybe September October for everyone else. Um, and and, uh, and then yeah, that I'm doing tons of like other stuff, uh, but we'll see where that ends up. Since we're talking about slower, awesome. where can everybody get slower? You got vinyl available? Um, yeah, uh, it's um, uh, they've got like a, a different couple of pressings of it. Uh, there's vinyl, there's CD, there's uh, digital. It's on all streaming platforms. Uh, go support it. It's um, uh, yeah, just go to uh, slower six 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 on Instagram. I think you can get all the info you need. Awesome, cool. Ox. Uh, we got a bunch of shows coming up. Um, check our socials for all the details. And uh, the second album is 98% written. I keep going back and rewriting stuff and augmenting stuff and moving stuff around and all that kind of thing. But it's uh, more or less there. We we uh, introduced our new bass player uh, at a Montreal show a couple weeks back and went really well. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. We're busy, super busy. Looking forward to a good, solid year. Right on. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Peter. Everybody go check out Slower. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Awesome job, guys. Later.